This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. One day after the chairman of the House Oversight Committee requested visitor logs from the president's private Delaware home, where a number of those documents were found, the White House said yesterday that no such records exist. In a statement, the White House Counsel's Office responded to the letter sent by Chairman James Comer, writing in part, quote, like every president across decades of modern history, his personal residence is personal. On Sunday, Comer requested visitor logs from Biden's Wilmington home after learning that classified documents from Biden's time as vice president had been found there. The Secret Service echoed the White House's response yesterday with a statement of its own, writing, quote, we don't independently maintain our own visitor logs because it's a private resident. Given these documents have shown up in very personal spaces, we all know that the president uh, loves his Delaware home. It's an extremely personal space for him. Is he physically joining in the search of these things, rummaging around, you know, these boxes in the garage and wherever else. I mean, literally. Are you are you are you listening to your the question that you're asking me? Look, I'm gonna be very consistent here. Uh, I am going to be very clear here, uh, as I have been for the past couple of days, almost a week now, uh, dealing with this. Uh, you know, we are going to any specific questions that you have about this issue. I would refer you to my colleagues at the White House Counsel's Office who spent almost an hour taking these questions from all of you, many of your colleagues. I'm going to let you ask that question to the White House Counsel's Office. Uh, and anything else specific to this, I refer you to Department of Justice. I refer you to Special uh, Counsel. Hang on. I want to explain to the audience what White House Counsel represents the office of the president. It was Don McGahn right. under, under President Trump and then Cipollone. They represent us. the office of the president from, ge- from, from, from General Washington all the way down the office of the president. The president's personal lawyer is a different deal. That, that's why this, it, it's, I find it odd that somebody leaves being a, um, a White House counsel in immediately, and it's interesting, they announced it in July. You had the Mar-a-Lago raid in August. Then I think she leaves in September of October, and then, quote, unquote, she finds the document. She's there rummaging around the closet in November, or at least what we've been told and so then far. You've got, don't and you, then you've don't got you the, find that odd? She's the, most right. powerful, she's the most powerful lawyer in town. You know, everybody in town, every foreign potentate, every global corporation, every hedge fund guy that's got a problem, right, got a problem, goes to her to get into the Oval Office. Why is she rummaging around in a closet? With highly finding highly classified documents, Boris Epstein. Exactly right. And then why is she not the one that then goes to Wilmington when they find more of these documents next to next to Joe's Corvette? And let's be honest, he's not well enough to drive. 
And by the way, in a house that apparently Hunter Biden was paying $49,900 for a month to rent, was paying $600,000 a year to rent a home that may be worth a million dollars. And by the way, that's a story that's going to that's gonna be coming out more and more on. So this whole nest, this whole nest of wrongdoing is only beginning to unravel. And I'm hearing that not just from, you know, Breitbart. And the posse, you're hearing that from mainstream media. And don't don't overlook who's broken the story. CBS in part, NBC in part, New York Times in part. You have the whole apparatus now that's turning against Joe Biden. And no, you know, no coincidences, but and, and no no conspiracy, but no coincidences. It sure seems that Democrats are trying to throw Joe overboard. And there's more to this scandal. Again. Why? Oh, this, why are this. taxpayer? Why is taxpayer wherewithal? Why is taxpayer dollars being used for White House counsel to travel well, to Wilmington to retrieve yeah. this document? Doesn't make it's, any sense. Explain this for a second. Sauber's role on, on over the weekend. He's White House counsel. They represent the office of the president. Your question is: right. Why is he going up when Joe Biden's got a personal issue? Why is he going up on taxpayer money to be the guy that has to go up? Is that is that is that your is that your observation, sir? That's my concern. Okay, Tuesday, 17 January, year of our Lord, 2023. Yesterday, we could have kept going there. Boris called it. He said, hey, there's going to be an ethics uh, investigation because you can't have the White House counsel doing a job of a private lawyer. This thing is so messed up. Note to self, uh, free advice to White House. We're a huge fan of Zen master Jean-Pierre because she never answers her questions. She always does that tap dance and gives that little pixie smile. This is not that, that's not going to work. You you've got these animals over there, and now they're smelling blood. You need to bring in. You need to go to the bullpen. You got to get Admiral Kirby. Get him up from the National Security. It's just right down in the Kennedy. It's right down below you, in the White House, in the West Wing. You got to call him up. He's got to start doing these press conferences because uh, that was brutal today. Uh, by the way, we're going to go to the Darien Gap in a moment. Uh, and we're going to talk about the impeachment of Mayorkas. CNN's reporting it about. The Republican Party commences on offense, three separate committees. We've got uh, Oscar Blue Ramirez and uh, Ben Burkwam there to give us their assessment on this impeachment. We've got we're going to go to Davos at the top of the hour at six o'clock with Savannah Hernandez. Henry Kissinger today, uh, you know, changed direction and said, no, we actually should uh, put uh, Ukraine in NATO. And you had Joe Manchin and. And Kristen Cinema, she looked like a character at a Zoolander. She looked like an extra in Zoolander. Up, I don't know what she was wearing up there on the stage. Uh, they're all singing the high ho- hosannas of more of your cash to uh, Ukraine. And quite frankly, they're lying because the Republican Party is sitting there going, no, nah, here's the how much money. How about zero? Right. How about zero? And how about an audit? But I want to start. Got Carrie Lake in Arizona. We're packed for the next two hours, but I got to start in Mar-a-Lago. With uh, Boris Epstein, Boris called shot yesterday. How did you know? Fox reported, and I've got the story up on uh, on right now into all of our social media chats. I think I'm putting it up on Getter here in the middle of the show. Their report. How did you know that there was going to be ethics complaints filed on this? What was the logic that you used to understand what the difference is between what Biden's doing with White House counsel and what he's doing with his private lawyer, sir? Steve, honor to be with you. Honor to be with the posse today. And sometimes, you know, pure logic does help when we're talking about these complex issues. But you, you and I know how the town works. You and I also know how the town is supposed to work in Washington, D.C. 
And it's a huge no-no to use government resources to benefit and help and assist in a, in a personal undertaking. So all over the newspapers in the last five, six days is, oh, White House counsel this and Dick Sauber, special White House counsel that, and he's going up to wall to Wilmington. Well, why would we, why would the war room posse, why would Steve Bannon, why would Boris Epstein pay our hard earned tax dollars for the defense of hopeless Joe Biden? It just made no sense whatsoever. And I heard uh, that, you know, that, that issue, that question was starting to get a lot of pickup. And so here we are now a robust ethics complaint filed by a real entity, by the protect for the public's trust, uh, which is a watchdog entity. And they filed this very, very strong, <laughs> I would, I would almost say powerhouse ethics complaint in the last, you know, just this morning. And, and the comment there is that the American public will not tolerate a two-tier system of justice with well-connected insiders subject to a lower standard of scrutiny than the normal citizen. So this is followed the U.S. Office of Government Ethics today on Tuesday, obviously prepared over the weekend. So the question being asked is very simple. Why is Dick Sadler, who's on the government payroll, heading up to Wilmington to, quote-unquote, hand over documents? Now, Wall Street Journal story just breaking that... Oh, well, the FBI thought of participating in the search, and then they didn't participate in the search. All of this comes down to the simple fact, very simple fact, that th- there's been a huge slew of inconsistencies regarding the story from Joe Biden, a huge slew of inconsistencies of, uh, regarding the stories from everybody surrounding him. And it's a real problem. It's a problem for hopeless Joe Biden. It's a problem for his pathetic team. And it's a problem for the DOJ. Okay, I want to give people inside baseball. You're not going to get anywhere else. Here's what I don't understand. You've got Susan Rice, you got Anita Dunn, you got Ron Klain. These are, we totally disagree with their politics. They're also smash mouth, but these are very savvy operators. This thing's been gestating for a while. Why, why are people like that that are around the Oval Office in the West Wing, in those key offices? You know, it's so small. Just, they're all right there. Why are they allowing... Why are they allowing? Who's making these decisions? Is it Ron Klain? It's not Biden. He doesn't know where he is half the time. How are they making fundamentally bad decisions by sending a White House counsel, uh, the White House counsel up there, someone from the White House counsel's office, even to touch any of this stuff? Not his personal lawyers. Why are they doing that, sir? It appears that they fell apart when this news came. You know, the Democrats do this. They're glass houses, right? Something happens, they fall apart. They don't know how to handle it. Well, I mean, even Hillary, she barely knew how to handle the document disaster or the emails. This is a perfect example of, you know, the Biden team was, it's all that was strutting around. They're, you know, they're so important. They're a big deal. Everything is going great. Boom! The facts, the real life hits, and they have no idea what to do. And, and not knowing what to do, they, they've gotten involved, government officials, in protecting Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the Biden crime family, personally. Yep. And that is a huge problem and a huge mistake. And as always, right, now you've got mistakes compounding mistakes, problems compounding problems, and they don't have an answer. And the basic question is, what is the what is a former vice president doing with stacks of TS, top secret, SBI, for, for, for six, special complementary for six information years. reports? For, for six years. It's stunning. It's out of the daughter. Okay. Real quickly. I know you got to bounce. I got to ask you this. We, uh, Breitbart had this story today. You talked about it last night. 
it hasn't been fully verified, but the kind of the cash flows come in the, of the money coming into Hunter, and then he's paying, I don't know, fifty, sixty thousand bucks a month for forty nine thousand nine hundred ten dollars. It it just it, that right along it just makes no sense. You're paying fifty thousand bucks a month when you're down at Marcus Island for a month with a mansion, right? It's not, you're not doing it. It makes no sense. But here's the question. When those cash flows came in, those are all off. You can find those on the, uh, on the hard drive from hell. Where's Chris Ray? Where, where's the grand jury in, in Delaware? Where's Chris Ray? Where's Beryl Barr? Where's Merrick Garland? This is not a surprise to anybody. Those cash flows, you know, you've got the major transactions for the banks. My point is people inside the administrative state know where every penny's gone back and forth. Why is this now breaking? You got Breitbart running to ground, Natalie Winters running to ground. Why? Because this is going to be the scandal. The scandal is how long this has been known about, and then what's who had access, what were they were paying for access. This is going to be a massive. What already is not going to be. It's a massive scandal. But why is the, the DOJ and the FBI not coming forward with saying and Treasury saying, "Hey, here's exactly what happened. We know what's happening." Boris Epstein. Because they have no answers. Or if they have the answers, they don't want the American people to know them. Again, as it appears, Hunter Biden has done a background check he signed. Hunter Biden was paying $49,910 a month for that house in Wilmington that's maybe worth a million, maybe a million and a half dollars at most. So $600,000 a year in rent. And who's he paying that to? The big guy, <laughs> Joe Biden. That's and it's, it's just a pure and, payoff. And it's, right, and it's right there in your face. It's right there in your face and you can't argue. It's in your face. And now Natalie Winder's doing great work on Rosemont Seneca and the fact that this money obviously was coming out of these relations with the Chinese firms, so on and so forth. This is everything that we have been told was true and everything that we've been screaming about from the mountaintops now is coming to the forefront. And that's how it always happens. That something breaks, something opens, and boom, the dam is now flush open. Yeah. Because the Americans know, you know in their hearts that the yeah. Biden family is a crime family, There's, and now there is even more receipts yeah. are coming out. Rudy's been 100% right on this. Boris, uh, your social media, now more than ever, they got to get your morning newsletter and uh, get access to you 24-7. What is it? No doubt about it. My website, hot on the website, borisvp.com. Sign up right now on borisvp.com. Hot on Getter at borisvp. On Twitter at borisvp. Hot on through social at Boris. And of course, Hot us on the ground. Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless all offense. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. All offense. We're going to show more offense when we get back. We're going to go to Ben Burkwam in uh, Oscar Blue Ramirez down near the Darien Gap. But we're going to talk about impeachment going on offense today. The Republican House leaking three separate committees on CNN next. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, we got a lot to get to. The first thing I want to do is MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, sleep the sleep of the just, and do it on a Giza Dream Sheet twenty as low as $29.99. Go check it out right now. Here's what you got to do. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. You got the square with all the sales. Buy one, get one, freeze. 80% off certain inventory items. Check it out. America wants a great night's sleep, and the way you do that is sleep on a product of MyPillow.com. The War Room apparatus can tell you it's the way we are jacked up every day to get rolling on the War Room. You got to get a good night's sleep. You're not going to get many hours of sleep, but you got to make sure every hour you get is maximized. Do that with MyPillow.com. Start with the sheets and the toppers and throw in a pillow too. MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Go check it out today. Uh, we're going to go to Davos here in a minute, but I got to go. Okay, let's play. I want to play the CNN. Okay, folks understand it's offense, offense, offense. This situation with the Biden thing, you got Comer, you got uh, you got Jim Jordan, but CNN broke a little while ago. Three separate committees are all over the impeachment of Mallorca's for the invasion of the southern border, and they ain't stopping there. Let's play the cold open and then go to the Darien Gap. Brand new reporting to tell you about. Senior House Republicans are laying the groundwork to build a case against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to potentially impeach him. But that plan could trigger backlash from GOP moderates. CNN's Melanie Zanona joins us now from Capitol Hill. Melody, you helped to break this Mayorkas reporting. What are you hearing? Well, House Republicans are beginning to build a case against Mayorkas, which could serve as eventual uh, prelude to impeachment proceedings. And so far, there are three House committees who are planning to hold hearings on problems at the southern border. That includes the House Judiciary Committee, uh, which is where impeachment articles would originate. In fact, a GOP source told me that there could be a hearing as early as later this month or early February. So that's something to look out for very soon. Uh, Then there's also House Homeland Security Committee. That has jurisdiction over the border and and the chairman there told me he has a five-phase plan to look into these issues at the southern border. And finally, the House Oversight Committee, whose chairman, James Comer, told me that he believes Mayorkas is a prime candidate for impeachment. So clearly, this is not just isolated to the fringe wing of the GOP. It is something that is gaining steam more widely in the conference. And even Speaker Kevin McCarthy is leaving the door open to potential impeachment proceedings. Take a listen to what he told reporters a little bit ago. We can investigate. And in that investigation could lead to an impeachment inquiry. I don't predetermine because I'll never use impeachment for political purposes. But if the person is a derelict in their duties and they, they're harming Americans and Americans are actually dying by the lack of their work, that could rise to that occasion. Okay. Now, even though Kevin uh, right McCarthy there, is leaving. Thanks. I got it. Um, Kevin McCarthy goes not full Steve Bannon, but quasi Steve Bannon with the black shirt. Give him, give him another, give him another couple of shirts. May get there. Um, he makes a very important point. We're not doing this for political reasons. That's why the investigations have to come first. I'm a strong believer in that. Let's go to uh, Ben and to Oscar. Uh, guys, you've covered this more than any reporters in the United States. Now you're down, coming up from Venezuela to the southern border. You're you're, you're looking at the the one side of the Darien Gap. I'll start with you, Oscar. What are your thoughts about the impeachment of Mayorkas? Is there enough material here in three separate committees to start the process to impeach him, sir, do you believe? 
my God, what took him so long? Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas has created the most international market of trafficking from Central America and South America with this incentivization of open borders. Plus, over that, the animosity between the Central American countries and Mexico also by opening up their borders and creating this chaos in Central America and South America and also going into Mexico and lying about that this is all humanitarian, that they're taking care of it, that with Title 42 or not Title 42, the control flow factor, all these linguistics that he has been using, but he doesn't know the catastrophe and the chaos that he is creating in South America and from where all this trafficking it is working. Also, he was the one that put the suggestion to go back again with the United Nations as a collaborator of this global compact on migration. That is the main problem of the Biden administration with Joe Biden. That's, that's the first one that, it be, that needs to be impeached. Ben, the question that McCarthy said, hey, we're not going to do it for political reasons, but if we investigate and see if people's lives have been jeopardized, people have lost their lives, you've actually had an invasion of the southern border and he's broken the laws, then we will move forward with impeachment. Do you believe, giving your reporting and what you've seen, that uh, we will be able to back that up, sir? There's no question about it. And the reality is we uh, uh, when we under President Trump, everything was pro political. President Trump actually secured the borders. He put America first. He stopped this invasion. And what did they do for it? They, they impeached him for it. Uh, it was absolutely a political witch hunt. And they're still going after President Trump, uh, going after Secretary Marcus and Joe Biden. They have committed treason against America. They have sworn an oath to the Constitution against foreign enemies, against enemies, both foreign and domestic, and they have broken that oath. They are working directly to aid and abed the enemies of America, and their policies show it. They know exactly. The one caveat I would say or one challenge I would say to Oscar is Secretary Marcus, Joe Biden, the left know exactly what they're doing. They know that their policies are directly aiding and abetting the cartels. They know that the NGOs and in particular the United Nations, who is here with us, just so you know where we're at right here, uh, this is a Venezuelan camp that's been set up. Uh, there's there, Many of them are waiting here. They're waiting for their chance to go across. We've got the boats over here. We've got over here, we've got the, the setup for the where the boats launch from. And right behind us, we've got water set up by the United Nations. They're not here right now, but all day long, they're here training people on how to keep going. If they wanted to stop this, they could stop it. They could say, we're not, don't go. They could say it's not open. But instead of that, they are helping people. They are paying people, literally giving them cash cards, condoms, birth control, and saying, go and die. That's what the United Nations is doing with the full support of Joe Biden, Secretary Marcus, and the left in America. They, it, there is so much evidence, Steve. It's, it's just, as, as, uh, as Oscar said, it's about freaking time. Oscar, uh, before we let you guys go, uh, how you've been in some pretty tough situation with cartel guys on you, et cetera. How difficult is it for those people uh, that uh, the U.N. and these other NGOs are putting in harm's way, working with the cartels and working with the Biden regime? How, how, how much jeopardy are their lives in, sir? Oh, sir, we saw some kids going up the Darien Gap. It was really steep. It was horrible. I cannot even imagine families going up to there. We saw uh, a woman uh, in the late 30s with uh, four or five, six kids going up uh, and carrying her child. It is extremely, extremely difficult and dangerous. And also the multiple lives that they have lost. This is all on Alejandro Mallorca's hands. His hands are covered with blood. He has that, that, that jungle. It is all his fault. The incentivizations of open borders have created this crisis. Also, 
people are migrating with 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 these coyotes, with these traffickers, with with people that they're really delinquent, and they are the ones that they're managing that, and it is aided and abated by these policies. And, and if I could jump in on that, Steve, while that's happening, as we were coming back across the boat today, we saw at probably a thousand people from Africa, from Haiti, from Ecuador, from China, from all over the world. They've all got the message. It's wide open. But as that's happening, as the people on the boats that you can see off to our left are, are coming across, we witnessed a boat that had capsized. Uh, there were three people that are presumed to be dead, and the drugs that came out of that boat uh, that is happening at the same time. So not only do, are they a part of the human trafficking, they are a part, all of that is tied together with the drug trafficking. They need to be held accountable for the over 100,000 deaths from fentanyl last year. All of this is tied together, and it's all at the feet of Joe Biden, Secretary Marcus, and the open borders left. President Trump fixed America. President Trump put America first. Joe Biden is destroying America. He's putting America last. He, Secretary Marcus, and the rest of the apparatus need to be removed. On this journey that you guys are doing north, where do people get you? How, besides, in addition to Real America's Voice, social media, how do they track you? Oh, just wait, Steve. The footage that we're putting out there, uh, we're going to be get uh, uploading. I mean, it's hours and hours and hours of stuff you'll never see, you've never seen before. Um, Real America's Voice, uh, americasvoice.news, and then my social media, at Ben Berquam, B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M, and Blue. Oscar Blue Ramirez at Getter, at YouTube at uh, all social media, OscarBlueRamirez.com and Real America's Voice uh, News, sir. This is uh, the first American network, I believe so, that, that has gone through a different route and is Real America's Voice News, uh, you know, with my colleague and myself going in through one part of the Darien Gap, uh, you know, proving to the fake news media that this is what you need to do. Guys, be safe. Very dangerous down there. Cartels and everything. So just be safe. Oscar Blue Ramirez and Ben Burkham. Thank, Thank you. you Have you on tomorrow. We're, Thanks, sir. Thank you, sir. Let's go to Davos now. We have uh, normally uh, Savannah Hernandez is down doing the investigations on the southern border. She's in Davos, but you see it's linked with the globalists there. Savannah, give us uh, give us your update, ma'am. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Steve. Uh, it's been really interesting to be here again this year. I was here last year as well. Now, I love to talk to members and attendees of this forum and really get their viewpoint on the top issues of this this meeting, right? So I went and I asked them about climate change, what their thoughts were on it. And uh, just to give you an example of the mindset, right? I spoke to someone who said, have you seen the mountains here? There's absolutely no snow. So really funny how they're supposed to be focusing in on, of course, the um, cost of life crisis that is happening, but climate change still making its way to the forefront here in Davos. Uh, we know that last year in 2022, over 1,000 private jets were utilized to fly in members and attendees. And of course, as we see every single year, you have all of these gas vehicles driving through the single road in Davos. My question is, where are the Just Stop oil protesters to glue themselves to the road here to protest the gas vehicles and the carbon emissions being used by the WEF elites? We are absolutely not seeing it. Another thing I wanted to, to note, Steve, is that the members in attendance are told that they have to take a PCR test. Now, this is not surprising to any of the audience listening, but I think that this is a perfect example of what the WEF's imposition on the, uh, the average public would really look like. Now, if you reject this PCR test or you test... Um, if you test positive for COVID-19, then your badge will be deactivated and you will no longer be allowed to participate in the meeting. And I think that this is a beautiful example of what WEF policy looks like. If you do not capitulate and bend the knee, you cannot participate in society. 
Savannah, just hang on. We're going to take a short commercial break. We've got Carrie Lake. We have Savannah Hernandez. Savannah is live in Davos. Okay, it's late, but she's live. Short break. Carrie Lake, Savannah Hernandez next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no war. Let's take down the CCP. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Okay, we're gonna get back to uh, we're gonna get back to Savannah Hernandez. Remember, Savannah was the uh, young woman last year who kind of saved Jack Posobiec. She's the one that got into the Swiss police when they were rolling up when they were rolling up Posobiec. She was the one recording and getting in their grill. But I want Carrie at Lake is with us. Carrie got some stuff, some stories at NBC. But I got to ask you, we started uh, in the uh, we were in the Darien Gap with Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue Ramirez, uh, and I teed up the story by. CNN is reporting three separate committees in the Republican House are now beginning the pick and shovel work on the investigations to start to lead to an impeachment of at least Mayorkas, maybe more, but at least Mayorkas on the southern border. Savannah's in Davos of where, you know, all the global stand. And, of course, Kirsten Cinema, who I really referred to as a uh, influencer from Arizona, was on the stage today touting Ukraine and all this other madness and quite frankly, dressed like a extra in Zoolander. Uh, <laughs> what is going on here, ma'am? What What is going No, I'm telling you, they get over there and they're out of control. Joe Manchin's up there saying we're with Ukraine to the absolute end. We're going to send unlimited arms, unlimited weapons. I want you to connect it because the reason we're having this whole court case and everything about you in the election is that the business interests and the elites in this country determined that Carrie Lake, first off, election integrity was high. But if you follow her campaign, she said, hey, on the very first second I take my hand off the Bible, I'm calling for it's an invasion of the southern border. I'm putting the Biden administration on notice. I'm putting the cartels on notice. I'm shutting this down to protect the sovereignty of the state of Arizona, her citizens and the United States of America. Carrie Lake. That's right. And these globalists are all part of it. You know, you ever notice the globalist uh, politicians are all for open borders. The globalists want the destabilization of the entire world and they're jonesing to destabilize 
Arizona, and America. And I'm really questioning why cinema would even be there. I mean, I, I just got done traveling this state, traversing Arizona for 525 days, talking to the amazing people of this state. And not one time did any Arizonans say, we need to be sending our tax money over to Ukraine. We need to be doing what the globalists say. Quite the contrary. Arizonans are all about securing our border, stopping what's happening with the drugs pouring across, with the people being smuggled, with the children being trafficked. They don't want this. And so my question to cinema is, what the hell are you doing over there? Why? You're obviously not serving the people of Arizona by being over there. Sounds like you are bowing down to your uh, globalist handlers. This is outrageous. You know, we need to start putting America first. And this is what the Uniparty doesn't get. The people are fed up. They want their the, the issues that they've been facing. They want the problems that we're facing in this country to be solved. And we can easily solve these problems with common sense, America first policy. It, Like I say, it's not rocket science. It's real easy. How do you secure the border? You get down there, you finish President Trump's wall, you actually put boots on the ground in the form of a National Guard, and you work with Mexico and tell them to stop sending people over. And when they come over, you send them back. And and I'm just appalled that these any of these politicians would find themselves over in Davos right now. It's really, they're tone deaf. When, when uh, I talked to people in 18 about running against her, because she was thinking about running, she was in the House then, and people say, hey, this may be one of the best retail politicians in the country. She would fly back, you know, uh, to firehouses and veterans. That seems like a long time ago. I mean, when she, uh, on this, uh, I think it was Build Back Better, when they had the taxes, she's the one at the last second that went in to vote for it, reached in and said, pulled out the uh, the carried interest tax, which is the hedge funds and the private equity guys. It's the way they should really be taxed as ordinary income, not in capital gains. She's the one that went in and took that out. Is she too beholden now? Is she kind of lost her way in Arizona? Is she too beholden to these hedge funds and private equity groups that she basically saved billions, and really hundreds of billions of dollars in taxes uh, for by getting rid of carry interest? And you see her over... Uh, really just prancing around, um, uh, you know, Davos on all these panels, dressed, like I said, like an extra in Zoolander? <laughs> uh, I don't know who she's beholden to, but it sure as heck doesn't sound like she's beholden to the people. And the people are so fed up with politicians who are owned by special interests, who are owned by big donors. And that's why our movement is so massive here in Arizona. Because it was all the little guys. The little guys are who our, our movement is made up of. And some of them are pretty successful little guys, but people who love this country, who don't want politicians who are owned by big donors, who want politicians who will just do the right thing. And I think she may have lost her way. I really do. The fact, I was actually shocked to see her in Davos. When I saw her name on the list, I thought, what the heck is she doing there? But maybe that vote explains something. Maybe you kind of you kind of connected the dots there, Steve. I think she probably needs to get back to Arizona and get back to some of those firehouses, meet with some of those veterans, talk to some real people, and they'll let her know, stop voting to send money over to Ukraine and start voting to send money to our border and secure our border and stop the fentanyl from pouring across. The people of this country are suffering. They're suffering so badly right now. And they're feeling desperate because there's nobody looking out for them. 
and 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 that's greatly concerning and and greatly concerning to me and that's why I jumped in this race for governor to finally put the people of this state first. It's the reason you won this race. I know we're going to get the defense later tonight. We'll have it on the show, hopefully with you or Caroline or somebody tomorrow when the defense files their their paperwork with the court. But there's been we had that clip from Maricopa County over the weekend. Now NBC News has got a big story about <laughs> fights about process. What 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 is going on? Because there's a lot going on well, right below the surface, and NBC News is clearly all over it. So tell us what's going on there, man. Well, here's what's going on. America First is the uh, the new Republican Party. It's the party of we the people. And the grassroots is so powerful in Arizona. We came up and we got grassroots candidates. And the only way to stop our movement, which is the biggest movement we've ever seen in this state, was to sabotage the election, to steal the election. And once the Uniparty did that, and a lot of them were rhinos. They were Republicans, remember, who stole Maricopa County election. These were the Republicans who were raising money for a super PAC to stop me and 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 you know running ads and trying to stop me from winning while I'm on the on the ticket. And it's these people who stole the election who now want to go back into our legislative district meetings and take back control of the new Republican Party, turn it back into the Rhino Party rather than the We the People Party. And there is a great, almost like a civil war type of battle going on in the Arizona Republican Party. The establishment is trying to kick We the People out, kick the grassroots out, tell them to go home, frustrate them to the level where they won't even show up at meetings anymore. And they frankly want to frustrate us to the level where we won't vote anymore. That would be a victory. For the Uniparty, and we're not going to give them that victory. And now, to top it off, Steve, they're trying to change our primary system, which right now you have to be a registered Republican to vote in the Republican primary or an independent who goes in and chooses either the Democrat or the Republican ticket. You can't vote on both of them. Now they want to make it where it's open primary so Democrats could vote in the Republican primary. These are a couple of hardcore. I didn't want to call them Republicans. They're the kind of Republicans that would vote for Joe Biden, who want to destroy the Republican Party, the strength of the Republican Party in Arizona, and basically turn us into California. And they're putting a uh, launching an effort to do this. They're going to pour a bunch of money behind it. And we need to fight tooth and nail to make sure that doesn't happen. We don't want Democrats voting in our Republican primary, trying to pick the weakest person on the ballot, trying to stop. They said they're trying to stop what was the word? Eradicate extremists. And they put a picture of me. And I take offense to that because my policies are common sense policies that will help secure the border, that will help stop the epidemic of fentanyl, that will make sure that our children are being properly educated with uh, high school skills training and career certification so they can get out of school and be prepared for jobs. And my policies will actually fund our police to make our streets safe and restore honesty to our elections. That's what the people want. That is not extreme. That is common sense. You talk about extreme. In the next hour, we're going to have a, one of the moms from Arizona come on about this situation with, I don't know, men in, in, in girls' locker rooms, men in, in, in gyms, this madness going on. Uh, and we got Brandon Showalter from the Christian Post to put his assessment on this. Katie Hobbs, in her first couple of days, these policies are pretty radical. And she really kind of hit him when she was running because she was hiding in her basement. You, you, you've been painting, oh, she's an extremist. Your, your policies are very straightforward, 
common sense. And not just that, it's everything you talked about in the campaign trail. Yeah. With Carrie Lake, what you see is what you get. You laid out. Has Katie Hobbs did she lie to the people of Arizona? Because these policies she's she's pushing, particularly the cultural policies, are nothing short of radical, ma'am. Well, her her uh, voting record was absolutely radical. Pulling funding from anything that would secure our border. She voted uh, more than twelve times to increase taxes. She she actually sponsored legislation to start sex education in kindergarten. And we found out her husband is one of those like a psychologist, you know, talking kids into or, or working with kids who want to transition. So it was making money off that kind of thing. This is crazy stuff. I don't know that she was lying. She just wasn't talking to the people. She was hiding from them. And that's why they didn't vote for her. That's why they had to steal the election and cheat by pumping in hundreds of thousands of bogus ballots to steal this election and, and give her the governor's office. And uh, because the people weren't going to vote for what she was pushing. They knew what she was about. They knew she was a twice convicted rapist. They knew her policies were dead end policies that were destructive and would turn us into California and would turn us into yeah. eventually a communist country. I, th I think that's twice convicted racist, right? I, I, I think yeah. I came what did I, I did I misspeak? Racist, racist. Yes, <laughs> I, th racist. I think I, it might have been my earphone. Just I don't want okay. MSNBC Thank in you. full melt. I don't want I don't want Joy Ann Reed's producer in full meltdown no, no, tonight. No. Um, I'm sorry, I misspoke. A twice no, convicted racist. <laughs> yes, that's better. Um, Carrie, wh what time is this paperwork going to be filed tonight? That the defense needs to put forward their their position tonight sometime, right? Do you anticipate yeah. your team will get it? We can talk about it tomorrow on the show. Is that what you anticipate? Uh, you know, I was expecting it by close of business, but, um, you know, but definitely by tonight, I guess it could be a little bit later than that. I don't know what the deadline is. I thought it was close of business. My attorney said we should get it later tonight. So we'll see what we get and we'll be sure to get you a copy. Carrie Lake, how can people follow you on social media and your website? Because this uh, fight is a long way from over. Carrie Lake is the legitimate governor of the great state of Arizona. That's right. And she's That's fighting right. right now to prove it in court. So where, where do people go, man? Well, if you want to hear more about our appellate case, and again, we're going to push this to the Supreme Court. We're not going to stop because we know we have the evidence and we know we have the strongest election case the country's ever seen. And you can find that at Save Arizona Fund. If you want to help out, you can make a donation. If you want to just learn more about our case, you can find it there. And you can reach me on social media and follow me. I'm on Getter. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Truth Social. You name it. I'm everywhere at Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E. And uh, thank you, Steve, for having me on. Well, Carrie, thank you. I know I hear from the grassroots every day out in Arizona, and people really appreciate the fact that you're fighting the good fight out there because the establishment's trying to change. I mean, we're going to get to rank order voting. Trust me, it's 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 crazy what the Republican establishment out there is yeah. trying to do. And I think They're, part of it's because Carrie Lake was going to take on the cartels. They got to stop America First candidates because we're going to solve the problems. They thrive off the problems. They make money off the problems. They're part of the problem. And when we solve our problems, their, their, their money train's gone. Big time. They're part of the problem. And Carrie Lake is the solution with the grassroots. Carrie Lake, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Short break. Back to Davos. Savannah Hernandez live from Davos next in the world. Fair warning. 
Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. It's in my name or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report, a hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. Editor has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Savannah Hernandez joins us now live from Davos. Savannah, just real quickly, the last year there was intense security. You were there and quite frankly kind of saved Posobiec, right, by doing by by filming when he was rolled up by the Swiss police because uh, mm-hmm. they knew who he was. They came to him right after he did a live uh, he did a live hit on War Room in our morning show. Is we understand there's five thousand troops, Swiss Army troops. Is it seem as intense this year, the security as last year, ma'am? I mean, we definitely are seeing those large groups of, of course, armed uh, military or Swiss police officials that are patrolling the streets. We are seeing as well that World Economic Forum police badge. So seeing some of the similarities, but in regards to journalists being detained, I mean, Jack Posobiec isn't here this year. And I know that he was specifically on the WEF's blacklist. So I imagine that's why he was targeted because, you know, he had the audacity to come to Davos and show the people what was actually going on and tell the truth. Um, so we're still seeing the, the amount of security that we saw last year, but so far no journalists detained quite yet. Talk to me about uh, climate change. We understand that the Great Reset and Build Back Better, they're very hesitant for the reason that you and other heroes throughout the world uh, you know, have t- kind of trashed that, that the new thing they're talking about in this poly crisis is climate change. Give us your assessment of how that's being pushed there. Definitely, Steve. So before I came here, I wanted to make sure that I understood the full history of climate change because it is Gen Z and millennials that oftentimes fall victim to a lot of this climate change propaganda. Let's not forget that back in the 1970s, it was global cooling and ice ages. And then we hit the 80s and it was global warming. We were dealing with the hole in the ozone layer that was so large. And now all of a sudden it's shrinking and now it's climate change. So one of the topics that has been at the forefront with a lot of the people I've been talking to is mental health 
health. They're saying that there's a mental health crisis directly tied to climate change. Now, to viewers or anybody paying attention, you would understand that climate change is a distraction, that climate change is essentially fear propaganda. But what is happening with Gen Z and millennials is that they are being targeted with this fear propaganda because understand that an afraid population is an easy population to control. Fear is one of the easiest um, you know, tools to utilize to get people to do what you want. So if you look at Gen Z and millennials um, as a direct result of this mental health crisis and climate change, they're not having children. They're not procreating. They are afraid of farming. They are afraid of the very fossil fuels that keep this entire world running. They are afraid of eating meat for crying out loud. And if you look at all of this, to be quite honest, it looks like a very anti-human and depopulation type agenda directly tied to the WEF, the United Nations, a lot of these things that we've seen. So it's really interesting to see the insight and the mindset here on the ground, Steve. The people here genuinely do believe that the world is just going to implode. I was talking to a young entrepreneur that was here to network to see what was going on at the WEF, and he was genuinely concerned, telling me that millions were going to die. Essentially the same things that we were hearing from back in the 70s and 80s about how if we didn't get climate change under control right now, we were going to be facing disaster. We were going to be seeing millions of deaths. So we're still seeing that propaganda. And unfortunately, it has been very, very effective in, um, you know, people bending the knee to organizations like the World Economic Forum and ushering in these net zero policies that are actually uh, quite costly for not only America, but the entire world, as we are seeing with the rising food and energy prices. Do these young people, the people there, when they push this, uh, you know, uh, climate change has led to a mental health crisis. Uh, did they ever associate it with the uh, with their with what World Economic Forum uh, pushed as a solution for uh, the pandemic? Or do the young people have enough critical thinking apparatus to think this through and just say this is nonsense? Is, 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 are they smart enough or have a critical thinking that can say, hey, these are the same guys that pushed all these lockdowns and the mandatory vax and the mandatory mask, and they're the ones that cause if there's mental health crisis because of that, ma'am? Well, I'm really glad that you asked this question because this is another thing that I have been picking people's brains about. I, you know, I've been going up to them and saying, hey, we saw the COVID-19 lockdowns. We saw that the population uh, willingly accepted that. That was actually some of the verbiage as well on the World Economic Forum's uh, website. And I was asking them, do you think that climate lockdowns are next? Do you think that we're going to have to start locking people down? And of course, the response isn't so black and white as they, oh, yes, totally. I think that's a great thing. But it's a lot more subtle, such as, well, we're going to start utilizing the metaverse so people can go on vacation. And that might be a good way to help with their mental health or a good way to help with their carbon footprint. Uh, again, this is the same exact organization that has been pushing out the uh, global digital vaccine passport. So we have seen them utilize these different types of technologies to try to track us, to try to keep us under control. And, uh, you know, climate change, the ESG scores, our own social credit scores, our own carbon footprints are the next thing that are going to be monitored. So I think, again, COVID was a great test to see what the population would be willing to accept. And it was a lot. People really did give up a lot of their rights and freedoms. And unfortunately, we are seeing the next Next generation still continue that trend because of the fear that they have been targeted with via climate change. Uh, Savannah Hernandez, you're there. Uh, you're part of TPUSA. Charlie Kirk and the team Pasovic, you guys do an amazing job. How do people, I want to make sure people get access to all the content you're putting up. How do they do that? 
Please go follow me on YouTube and Rumble at Sav Says, on Twitter at Sav underscore Says underscore. Big shout out to Elon Musk, who did not go to the World Economic Forum this year and helped me get my Twitter account back. It's been incredible to actually be able to report news to the American people again, Steve. So it's been great to be here on the ground in Davos, getting to show the people who would otherwise not know what's going on in this remote Swiss village what is actually happening. Uh, Savannah, thank you very much for staying up as uh, as late as you're doing and not partying, coming on and, and giving this. Uh, make sure Charlie Kirk and the team are very proud of you, ma'am, the hardest working uh, woman in journalism, Savannah Hernandez. Thank you very much for being on here. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, make sure you go check out all her content and Charlie Kirk and the team. Charlie follows us at uh, at noon in the uh, after the morning show. Okay, uh, we're going to go from Davos. We're going to take a short break and go uh, to the second hour. We're going to go to Rome. A lot of breaking news. Uh, ben uh, Harnwell is going to talk to us also about a big story in foreign policy about War Room Rome. And from there, we're going to go to Arizona. Shocking news coming out of one of the uh, moms there fighting to make sure that men cannot cruise through uh, girls' uh, bathrooms. Check it all out. Short commercial break. Back in the war room in just a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. WARROOM POSSE, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. <laughs> 